Hi, everyone. Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com. It is Saturday, November 28, 2020. Of course, it's my favorite day of the week during my favorite time of the year, College Football Saturday. And for all of you naysayers out there, all you whiners, all you people that were like, we're not going to have college football this season. We got two extra weeks. I was looking at the schedule today. It is not just like, oh, a couple throw-in makeup games or whatever. We've got full Full schedules the next two weeks. Plus, once bowl season starts, we got games every single day. And it's like most of them multiple games. Of course, college basketball is underway right now. And uh, our cappers have really hit the ground running in, in, in college hoops. And, uh, you know, I've already been burned on, on the last second three. So I'm good, you know, for, for at least a couple minutes. The nice thing was is, like, you know, you ever get, like, burned on, like, you have a loss. Like, I had Eastern Michigan yesterday. And it's like you have a loss like that, and it's kind of like your whole day just gets away from you. So I had that Eastern Michigan loss. Then I had Rutgers, right, and fairly disinterested, throws in the three. Like, you know, all of a sudden they're shooters, you know. It's like, and I was like, oh, no. And then, you know. Then it's like we just do what we normally do. We bet against Kansas State basketball and, and, you know, the world's a better place. And then VCU never outside the number for me. So it looked like it was all doom and gloom, but then I ended up at three and three after. I mean, all three of my losses were the teams were covering, you know, most of the game. It, it hurt. But, you know, that's the nature of the beast. And if three and three is the worst day I have. You know what? We live to fight another day. And, of course, you guys will all get a chance to find out what that is all about. We've got our handicapping contest coming. Um, Hundreds of people joining. I am stoked to see this. And, uh, you know, we're going to go over it more uh, in detail probably um, over the next couple of days. And I'm going to actually do just a separate video talking about the handicapping contest sometime today. I'm going to come on live and answer any questions anybody has over the next couple of days. But you have just a couple of days to enter. You can guys enter at um, the Pick Dogs Facebook group and the Sports Chat Facebook group. And note the word and in there. You can enter in both. You can have one selection in each. There are rules. Basically, by saying I'm in in the contest, in that thread, you're agreeing to those rules. And that is you got to be a real person. It's got to be a real picture, all those real things. And then if you do win and do become a handicapper at the site, you basically agree to our standard handicapper contract, which really isn't, you know, anything fancy or anything like that. It is written up by my lawyers, but I had them write it in language that people can clearly understand. And uh, anyways... Got so much to cover today. I'm going to bring in the gang, and it is a big, big day of sports. You know, I was looking at the college basketball schedule, you know, and it's like we got weekday bombs of games like all week long. It's like it's not just, you know, now. It's just it's like all week long massive schedules of college hoops. And then, you know, and like I said, the college football schedule next week when college football season would be over next week would normally be championship week. Today would be Ohio State, Michigan, Auburn, Alabama, which we have. And then, you know, a few of these other games, which we saw, Cal, Stanford, but we didn't get Washington, Washington State. That game was canceled. Now Washington is playing someone else, um, Arizona. But it's, it, it ended up being, for us as sports bettors, you know, despite not having fans in the stands, so that really affects things. But it ended up being better for us, right? We ended up getting a lot more weeks and a lot more action. And just, you know, it just ended up kind of the college football season, schedule-wise, it ends up better, you know? So, you know, it, 
not as many games and, you know, some games canceled, but I don't know. Longer season always works for me. Brian, you're on the board in college football still. Um, what do you got for sale going on today? And, uh, you know, what do you got today? Today's a big day. I got, I got a ton going on. Not just on the board, uh, number one college football handicapper, plus 7,000 profit. Of all so if you time. want all five of my premium picks today, get all five for 50 Woo! bucks, and that includes the golden ticket, the Big 12 game of the month, and the extreme violator. All of that five packs. So make sure you check it out. Any advice for the people entering our handicapping contest since you are the number one college football handicapper? Uh, and there will be college football in the handicapping contest all the way, you know, from start to finish. Any advice for, for the people that are entering the contest? Because I, I have some real solid advice. And uh, uh, I, I know I some people aren't going to like it, but I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I have a friend that's entering the contest, and I told him, I said, uh, for me personally, try to keep it on an odd number of games. Don't just put two games in, either do one or three, because it's harder to win two, uh, two games. Because if you go one and one, you ain't going to get anywhere. So for me, it's select an odd number of games, either one or three, and go from there. Chris, what do you got going on today? You had a good day yesterday, right? I can't hear a word you're saying. I'm going to skip over you and go to Ron Romanelli, who's got his mic. Uh, yes. Okay, sorry about that. I'm having problems with my microphone this morning. Um, yeah, try, try, try hitting it over your head a couple times. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> it's pretty heavy, so it might do a little bit of damage. But, that's the point. Uh, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> kind of the point. <laughs> Uh, no, we these did things have, we weigh, man. This, these things weigh like six or seven pounds. I mean, people <laughs> they don't realize like how heavy these things are. Man. Go ahead. <laughs> no, we had a we had a fantastic day yesterday. Looking to build on it today. I got a couple packages at the website. I got my college football book heist. We're gonna walk in, take whatever we want, and then walk out. We got seven game package, thirty nine ninety five. So I got my slamming Saturday college basketball three pack for twenty nine ninety five over at the website. Uh, we're going to put people in some winter state over Pick Dogs Premium. Any advice for people entering the handicapping contest? Any, like, tidbits of advice? We're going to go over this, you know, each day, so you'll have, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to spill your guts here. No, but, you know, I think um, my, my main piece of advice would be just like normal betting. Don't do anything special just because you're in a capping contest. Just cap it how you how you normally cap your games, you know, and like Brian said, get try to get on. We're gonna have a maximum of three picks per day, so try to try to maximize your uh, your opportunities. But um, yeah, I would just say don't try to do anything special just because you're in a capping contest. Just do what's brought you to the dance. Yeah, if you if you have questions about spread knowledge, you can contact their customer service. Our our YouTube show about sports betting today and our picks is certainly not the customer service line for spread knowledge, but. They have, uh, they have, you know, they have it. Ron, um, been pretty good this season. Steady is what Ron Romanelli is. He's like one of those. He's like one of those steady cappers. Like I, I, I've been running hot and cold like the last two years. I used to be steady Eddie, like like Ron, and it's like, but I've been running hot and cold streaks over the last two years. I would say maybe even maybe even longer. I don't know. Now it's been about two years that I've been doing it this way. But Ron has been just steady Eddie, man. He just chips away, chips away. It's like, you know, never has too bad of a day. You know, he has, he'll have a, a bad day, but it's never like 
really bad and he has like you know good days and more good days than bad you know where it's just three and two four and two three and one you know it's like it's it's like just over and over and over <laughs> again and that is the way you make money you know so what do you got for going on today to make yeah. everybody some cash yeah, it's a grind, you know. With those two and ones, they add up after a while. But uh, on the website, it's thirty today, units at the end of the month. You know, yeah, less the yeah. juice, so you know, twenty-seven, you know, twenty-six, twenty-seven units. Can't go broke, cash in that. Nope, know? can't go broke. But um, you know, since I've been back in the premium area, I have not lost a college football Saturday. Four straight college football Saturdays that were winners. I have my top three plays in college football on the website. You can grab that for twenty-nine ninety-five. And then if college hoops is your thing, I got my best play of the day, a play I really, really love in the afternoon in college basketball, and you can find that on the website too. Spread Knowledge is just a software that, um, that it just gives ratings on games based on probability and outcome. It's not, it doesn't give, it's not like picks. It's not a handicapping picking. It's a tool. Ron, uh, Ron, any advice for the people, the hundreds of people that are entering our handicapping? Crazy, man, the response. Because yeah. I was involved in another handicapping contest that we did a few years ago for a different site I was at, and they had like six people enter. And this one has like hundreds. I mean, literally hundreds. And I'm not just blowing smoke up your guys' ass. I mean, you guys can see it, right? It's like, it's crazy. Nuts. It's knuck and futz, as they say. <laughs> Any advice for these people, Ron? Well, yeah, I think it's awesome that we're getting a lot of... Uh, I'm excited of about it, man. The, yeah, it's going to be oh, real man. exciting. I can't wait to see how people do. Um, a piece of advice I give is uh, just don't overreact to one single game. No team is as good or bad as one game. Um, just because, you know, you take a look at St. John's. That's my big example for college hoops. They lost. They barely beat St. Peter's, and then they go on and take LaSalle pretty easily in game two. So just don't overreact. You know, the lines are set for a reason, and uh, make your plays based on that. Any plans to troll the living shit out of these people when they lose? <laughs> Not personally. But okay. And just check we'll it. See. You know, just check <laughs> it. chance you'll be taking some pot shots from left field at these guys. <laughs> Ron's right. too nice to do that, but I'm not. <laughs> oh, believe me. I, I got three fake, fake Facebook accounts. I, no, I don't have any, but I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to get some cartoon character, you know, act like a big hero. Yeah, nice freaking pick on Michigan State, dumbass. <laughs> Ron, didn't you take Michigan State two years ago? <laughs> didn't you have the Jags last Sunday? <laughs> Ron, what do you got, man? <laughs> uh, today I got a loaded cart. Today I've got uh, I got a five play pack, uh, college football cart. I got two morning games, three afternoon games in uh, the college football Super Saturday pack. Uh, I've got a triple pack of uh, college basketball plays. Love those three plays there. Or you can get them all in one giant rod Super Saturday pack, uh, where you'll get all. Eight plays there in one, and I've thrown in one bonus uh, pick. If you buy the Rod Super Saturday pack, you'll get all nine plays for one low price. What do you think about our handicapping contest? Rod is the commissioner of the, of the contest. Everyone's gonna, we're all gonna be helping, you know. And and Chris and, and Rod are kind of running it, but Rod is kind of the guy. He's the commissioner. He's the one who, like, if you don't like the, the, the way that things are going, he's the one that we're gonna point some fingers. We're gonna assign some blame, and. Uh, 
Rod, any advice for these guys and anything that you're seeing as far as the sign-up process um, and everything right now or any questions in the rules that I wrote up that maybe need some clarification? Uh, the only thing I'm noticing is is, is, is we got to work the, the clarification on the picks per day. I think on the rules per picks per day, it says one only. Are we doing one or are we doing three? I, I, I narrowed it to one because I thought it would be easier, but we can do three. We can change it to three. Let's do three. If you if Let's you think three. you, it, I just saw hundreds of people, and it's like because we know people are going to put in. I think that we need to. The, for me, it's like where the clarification needs to be on the rules and where I'm struggling with them is the lines and point spreads that will be used. We have to say a, there can't be more than a X amount of variable between the line you've presented and the closing line. You know, because. Well, I don't think we will see huge line swings, but it's like there will be differences, you know, and there will come into play. You know, we know that. Yeah, for sure. So we'll have to say something. I'll, I'll write something. I'll write something. I'll throw something in there. But I'm really excited about it. I appreciate that Rod stepped up to the plate and was like, man, yeah, I'm going to. And if people, people there's two contests going on. You got, we got 175 people in one in the pick dogs contest. And we only got 58 in the sports chat one. We yeah. Got two you can enter both. You just enter you, you can you can enter different contest, you enter different picks in each one. It's got to be different picks, but um, yeah. yeah, it's like man, enter, enter sports chat. Places to, yeah, sports chat is here. the sports chat is the bigger site, and it used to and it has more people in the Facebook group. The problem is, is that you guys know I kind of fell out of that Facebook group for six seven months and. They let some people in there that I would normally not let in, so there's a lot of spammers. But we've cleaned it up a lot. It's just you know it's not that active. But maybe I'll get more active in there and I'll promote it as well. The the sports chat group. But I I like it. I love sports chat plays. I'm, I wear my sports chat shirt all the time, and you know I'm way into it. I love sports chat's my baby. I mean, ask Chris. I mean, he's been with me for a long time. He knows I love pick dogs, and pick dogs I think is cool. And I'm having a lot of fun with pick dogs. It's something new for me, and I'm just showing. It's like. You know, I've built, you know, and it's like, here's people can say, oh, Mitch's ego, whatever. It's like, I've built two sites that do millions of visitors a month. To do to be able to do it a third time, to try and do it a third time, I mean, most people never get to do it once. And it's like, to try and to take my third shot at it is, uh, is awesome. But anyways, I got, um, I have a bunch of college football picks in today. I don't love the night games that much right now. So I, I, I have mostly day day games in there. I have a nine pack, but it's, it's only one night game. So it's three morning, five of the afternoon. And I have to narrow it down to get there. I really like today's card. And then one of the night game. And I really like that one. That's like a circle mortgage payment game. You know, that is, uh, that's just, it's, it's straight money. That one. And kind of like our Oregon state yesterday, but, um, on when I, for the capping contest, my best word of advice, and you know, people ask me what to do when you're running cold. What I do is I scan the internet for some of these scam sites, like for the like the lousiest, cheapest, laziest handicappers out there. And you can look at some of these guys post their records, and if they pick a lot of favorites and overs, well, then they're crappy, right? They're terrible handicappers if you pick a lot of favorites and overs. What I do is I find their discount code, I go buy their package, and I just fade their picks for a week and build my bankroll back up. And I honestly do that. You can ask Brian. I do do it. Yep. Well, we, do <laughs> so, it we do it together. Yeah, actually. we do it all the time. People are like, oh, you guys are whatever. It's like me and Brian talk all the time because we talk about these other cappers and what they're picking, right? If we can get access to their picks and find out who they're picking, 
And we're like, oh, my God, this is gold. It's like I wasn't even looking at that thing. You know, it's like you find the guy that took Oakland, you know, against his Xavier. You know, you, you, you find that guy. You, you, you find the person that, you know, that took the Cowboys money line, you know, on Thanksgiving Day. You know, you find those guys. They're out there and they're selling picks to people at discounted prices. You can win doing that. Anyways. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, there's just some, I mean, some of these sites have leaderboards and they have like all these handicappers. You can see there are guys that are never on the leaderboard on those sites. Never, like never, ever, ever. It's like, my God. It's like, you know, we have guys that run hot and cold, including myself, but it's like everyone in here has been on the leaderboard a bunch. I went to a new pen today. So all today's picks are from a brand new pen. I got rid of my old pen. <laughs> I love fading lousy cabras. It's like, it's kind of like my thing that I've talked about a lot of times when, um, you know, when I'm in line at the sports book and I have a pick that I really like and I start hearing the other team, people betting the other team when I'm in line. And this is before the apps and stuff, you know, so there wasn't, you know, the apps are fairly just the last few years, but you, know, you used to wait in line at the MGM Sportsbook. Like that night that Michigan State was playing Boise State. I, I, I just can't even tell you how much money I had in Boise in that game. It was, just, it was crazy amounts because it was all the money that was in my pocket plus my maximum on three ATM cards because I just couldn't get enough money in on Boise because I heard Michigan State so many times at the window. And then Le'Veon Bell just taking that knee at the goal line. Oh, boy. Just that was beautiful. His textbook. It's like, ah. Oh. Everyone's like, ah. Oh. I'm like, yep. Can afford to I can have some cash again. I had no money at all. It's like everything was on the game. But let's get to the games. Got a full card. Got college football and college basketball. We'll try and get to it as much as we can. With college football, we try and go over every game. With college basketball, we're going to have to try and hunt and peck a little bit. Michigan against Penn State right out of the gate here. This line has moved all over the place. This thing has been bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. This looks a lot like the Penn State game last week. Brian? Against Iowa. You know, I know we haven't seen much defense from Penn State, and Michigan's look horrible, and they let Rutgers go up and down the field on them. But I think we're going to see a more classic Big Ten-type uh, game here. Both teams want to win. Uh, I'm going to go with the under here for a small lean. I could see that because I don't think Penn State scores a point. Chris? you got to put your mic on, man. It's like it, – That, that I don't like that, Ron. I didn't like that gesture. I've seen that one before. Um, and this one, that, I, that, I'm that, that was the suck it gesture he just gave me. <laughs> yeah, I, I like what Brian said. About, you know, I think we're going to see a classic Big Ten game. I know Michigan's starting Caden McNamara, but. Um, I just don't. I don't think you could take a side here. I just think the under is the best play. Rod. Yeah, I agree. Give me the under. Uh, both these teams are going to run it, grind it out. Uh, I don't see us getting a shootout with these two teams. <clears throat> I think no Michigan, chance. Michigan, all day, man, and twice on Sunday. I mean, this is a layup. I I, I had this as a premium pick, and I kind of took it off because I had a few other games that I, that I actually like even more than this, but. This is a freaking layup, man. Penn State's terrible. I mean, 
Make no mistake about it. This team sucks. This is the worst Penn State team they might have ever had. This could be possibly the worst Penn State team they have ever had in the history of Penn State football. And they've had some bad teams, like the post-Paterno scandal year and stuff. This team is worse than that. They have no quarterback on the roster. Not one. Not one, man. It's like, and the thing is, they don't even put, like, another guy back there who could maybe play quarterback, like, just try running the Wildcat or something, which might be effective, right? It's going to be more effective than whatever they're doing right now. Instead, what they do is they take, like, the water boy and stick him back there or something. It's like, let's get the, let's get the guy that holds the wires, you know, behind the coach. Let's try him, man. It's like, yeah, he could throw the ball a yard and a half sideways. It's like, this team, I mean, this is the... This is the wor- this could be the worst team I- I've seen in a major conference or a major program in a long time. They're worse than Florida State looked in that in the Miami game. They stink. I mean, they stink, stink. What did Michigan do that gives you confidence in the Wolverines? They put a quarterback in and scored forty-two points in the second half against Rutgers. Man, uh, I could score against Rutgers. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> I disagree, no, you can't, man. No, you can't. I don't know. Uh, Michigan hasn't given me. Greg Schiano's the one. Of the, Greg Schiano's one of the great so defensive minds in college football of the last thirty years. No, man, you're 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 way off base here, man. Vandy against Missouri. Yeah, Penn State is awful. I mean, awful. Oh awful. yeah, they're bad. They are bad, man. And Michigan stinks. But this quarterback gives them a shot, man. Joe Milton was all over the place. I talked about this before. This guy is a great athlete, but he's all over the place, man. He can't complete a pass. This quarterback's dropping dimes. This is Michigan. It's like I'm the I we know I'm not a Michigan fan, right? I mean, we know that, right? I called them soft pansy asses the other day, right? It's like, but I'm not saying they don't get their guys. They get, they get their guys, man. It's like that's what makes Harbaugh just such the hideous coach that he is. It's not like they don't have talent. They have the guys, you know. They got the guys. And this is one of the, like, they're five, six deep at quarterback. That's the whole problem. Like, why do you play Joe Milton when you're, like, six deep at quarterback, man? It's like. You don't find it suspicious at all? This line doesn't seem a little too easy. To it was the Michigan. exact same thing that happened last week against Iowa when they got slaughtered. They got slaughtered. They got housed. It was the exact same thing, exactly the same. If you look at the line movement from the Iowa game last week, I mean, you could put it on top of this one. You could put it right on top of it. And this is my put it on top of it. Hand I was much better. Ron looks, a little, Ron looks a little bored by it, but it's like he knows this is the gesture. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Michigan in this one. Missouri against Vandy. This is another one with sharp line movement to Vandy. 0-7. 4-3 against the number, though. Mizzou has been pretty good, man. <laughs> I don't know. Brian, what do you see? Uh, a lot of people like the under in this one, and I guess I have to agree with a lot of people. I know it's dropped about three, three and a half points here, but I don't see many points coming from Vandy, and I like Missouri's defense. Give me the under here, and I think it goes under 51 and a half. This is a big, you like, Drinkowitz guy. What do you like? I'm preparing myself for the laugh track because I'm going to take Vandy. I'm going to put a little bit on Vandy money line because I think this is their last chance to win a game this season. I know I know, Missouri's well coached with Eli Drinkwitz, but, you know, we're starting to see Vanderbilt play a little bit better, and 
I think if they're going to get one, this is going to be it. So I expect Vanderbilt to throw everything at the wall of this one. Ron? <laughs> I'm going to take the over here. Uh, I think uh, Vanderbilt, I like the way they moved the wall against Florida, scored 17 points against the Gators. And, uh, you know, Missouri is definitely going to be able to put up points against this porous Vanderbilt defense. I think we get the over here. It's only 51. I think we get over. Rod? Uh, for me in this one, uh, you got to take Vandy in the points. Uh, I don't know if they're going to win this game outright, uh, but they're definitely going to. Uh, I'll take the points, Vandy in the points. They're actually 3-0 uh, and ATS on the road. So uh, give me Vandy in the points. Missouri's 3-0 and ATS at home. At home? <laughs> yeah. So someone's got to go. Yeah, someone's always got to go, but uh, I don't think it's Vandy's O in the loss co- in the win column. I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, one of the, I'm one of the six people that watch these Vandy games. <laughs> so I, I, if you get housed by South Carolina, you got to certainly go, got a good chance of getting housed. You know, if you get housed at home by South Carolina, you got a really good chance of Eli Drinkowitz doing some damage to you. Tell you, you, you know, you got a you got a dead duck coach. At, you know, South Carolina ran up all those points on Vandy. Their coach got fired. It's like Eli Drinkowitz is like this is a guy that you know they gave him an SEC job, and I could see you know it's kind of like Missouri's a place that generally doesn't go through coaches all that much. Pinkle was like one of the best freaking coaches, man. That guy was so good. He was there forever, and it's like he wasn't fired. He he got sick. He had to go, but it was like. He was, he was awesome. I could see Drinkwitz being there forever. Lifer if he wants it. Florida against Kentucky. A lousy Kentucky team this year. Stoops is, uh, they're really excited about basketball season in Lexington, Brian. Mm. Kentucky's been a big letdown for me this season, and they've got me pretty much uh, a couple times this year. I think they might get me it again because I just think this is too many points. Uh, I know Florida has to win and win convincingly, but I, I think this is a three-touchdown win for them. Not any more than that. So give me the points. I'll take Kentucky. It's true. If your profile pick is a dog, you will get rejected. Nice. Jerome got out of jail in time for, uh, in time for college football Saturday. Congratulations. Chris? <laughs> I'm going to take Florida here. Gators have put up 38 in any or more in any of their games this year, and I just don't see Kentucky doing all that much. Even if Florida hasn't been all that great defensively, I just I don't see Kentucky doing anything. I I, I see it was 38-10, if not more. So, any Florida lay the points. We're changing the contest to three picks because Rod said he wants to track that many. Ron. What do you think here? Your Gators. Ron is a Gator. Goes to University of Florida. Chomp, chomp. Uh, yeah, this one I'm going to take the over. that was intimidating right there. I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid to say anything now. Pretty lax Gator. <laughs> Sophisticated Gator. Chomp, chomp. Uh, but I'm going to take the over here. Like Chris said, Gators score points in every single game. Uh, Kentucky only put up three against Alabama last week, but this Florida defense, something's up with it. I, I think Kentucky gets at least two touchdowns. I wouldn't even be surprised if Florida got 61 themselves. I'll take the over. Kentucky got so housed by Bama last week. They got crushed. I rarely lay 30, you know, but I did last week. Rod? Uh, I like this over as well. Uh, 
Florida might be able to get there uh, on their own. But uh, this Florida defense has definitely given up points. Um, Kentucky can score a few on them. They're, they're, Gators are giving up 28 points on D. It's not so good. I think uh, Kentucky can do their part to help us get the over. So uh, take the over. Yeah, I, I I lean to Florida here only because it has little to do with Florida. It has everything to do with Kentucky. My wife, she always like is like, don't you can't celebrate too early, you know, on your games or whatever. Because I, you know, sometimes I get a little carried away, and then so I made her watch on the big screen last week the entire Alabama Kentucky game. I just left it on <laughs> the whole game. It was like Alabama put the backups in; they were they were ripping off long touchdowns on them too. It was like Alabama was up by was up by I think they were up by fifty. And they scored like a t- they scored a touchdown like from the four yard line at the end of the game. It was what like what made you leave that game on? What made me leave it on? Because my wife said it was still in question. I was only up. Oh. I, I was only up by <laughs> four. I, I hate those kind of games. Ugh. I don't know. I, I I have football on every TV and everything. You know. I mean, I'm singing the whole time. <laughs> Except for early today when the. Nittany Lions uh, fight song will be playing. I don't even know. I don't have it as a premium. I do have. I do have a, a wager on that game. I'll probably bet it again before the. You know who the over. worst cover team in college football is right now, as we speak. Zero and six against the spread this year. Penn State zero and six, worst team, worst cover team. Owen, who is? Zero and six, Penn State. Going into this week, yeah, they they're that bad. Ball State and Toledo. Ball State two and one, but zero and three against the number. For me, I like Toledo. I think this is a two touchdown win for him. I know it's a lot of points, but if Ball State, uh, I don't know. I I just think Toledo finally gets a cover here and. It's not a game I'm rushing to bet far better value at 12 o'clock, but if I had to, I'd take Toledo. Chris, quickly. Uh, Ball State. All those games they've been favored in, that's why they're 0-3 against the spread. I think 10 points is too many they can score. Ron. I like the over here. I think Toledo gets up to 40. Ball State should be able to do some damage on offense as well. Toledo for me. Rod. Uh, I like Toledo here. Ball State stinks. (laughs) Give me Toledo. I think they win by uh, three touchdowns here. Take off the gloves. Georgia State's taking on Georgia Southern. Brian, Georgia State three-point favorites. Yeah, real quick for me, this is a premium pick. Take Georgia State. Uh, I got in lucky right around minus one at a money line, but I still like them anywhere up to a touchdown. I think they, they crushed Georgia Southern. Chris? I like the over here. I think we see a ton of points from Georgia State, and I think Georgia Southern helps us out to get there. Run. After such a disheartening loss to Army last week, I think this is a spot where Georgia State takes over and wins this comfortably. I'll take Georgia State and lay the points. Rod. Yeah, I agree. Uh, take Georgia State here. Uh, and win by a touchdown or more. Got uh, Syracuse against NC State. I, I like uh, I like I like Georgia Southern in that one. Got Syracuse against NC State. Um, this line has moved through key number after key number. Brian? 
Yeah, I'm going to go with the under here. I just don't see Syracuse putting up maybe, probably not any points. They couldn't score in Louisville's defense. So I'm going to take the under here. I think it goes under the ball. Chris? Yeah, it's finally take NC State. I don't think Syracuse can do anything against uh, NC State's defense, let alone Louisville's like Brian said. So give me the Wolfpack. What? What does that have to do with Louisville? They're not play- Louisville's not in this game. No, but I said no, but I'm saying they Syracuse couldn't score on Louisville, so I don't think they're going to do it on NC State. Okay, Ron, I'm going to take the under here. Uh, as bad as Syracuse is on offense, their defense actually has some talent. Um, I'm gonna, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I'd lean to Syracuse in the points, and I'd take the under. Rod, uh, give me Syracuse in the points. Uh, two awful teams. Uh, I think it's closer than this number. That number is way too big. NC State by four touchdowns for me. Buffalo against Kent State. This line has dropped like a rock. I love Kent State in this one, Brian. Yeah, I like Kent State as well. I think they could easily win the game outright. Buffalo's no slouch in the MAC, but I just think this is a huge value play with Kent State. So I'll take a chance with them uh, with the spread and on the money line. Too. Don't cut them short. They're a tremendous slouch. Chris? Uh, I think Kent State can uh, is, is the team that can take over for Buffalo as the team to beat in the conference. So I like Kent State. Give me with the points, and I'll put money some on money line as well. You like that San Diego Charger look they're going for there? Kent State? <laughs> Golden Flashers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ron, you got to follow well, that one. <laughs> they're the Golden Flashers for a reason. Their offense is one of the most up-tempo I've ever seen. No huddle on every single play, even when they're up by 30. Uh, that means I like the over here. I think both teams could get to 40 in a blink of an eye, so I'll take the over. Rod? I like Kent State here. Uh, both teams going to just like Ron says, we're going to get some points, too. We're going to run back and forth and back and forth. Uh, but seven points too much. Take Kent State. That was a triple pen popper for those uh, taking notes at home. <laughs> I just wrote down Kent State to bet it again. <laughs> the squares have come out to play, and they've come out to play in Bloomington, Indiana, is where they can be found. Ryan, speaking of squares, 11 and a half. Oh, yeah, I don't like anything square. 64 oh. uh, is the total in this beast. Yeah, uh, I'm going to follow the squares on the total. I'm going to go over. I just see lots of scoring going back and forth. And a little bit of a letdown from Indiana coming off that Ohio State where they just couldn't get it done. Give me the under. Uh, yep. Give me the over. Over the total. I rarely take over, so I'm not used to saying it. Over. Chris, Chris, some serious public perception problems for the Terps. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's why I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take the over as well. I just see this being a high-scoring game. I could easily see both teams getting into the 30s. So, give me, uh, give me the over. Run. <clears throat> as as bad as Maryland was in the first game of the season, they actually haven't been too shabby the past two games. I'm going to take them in the points here on the road. And I think Tua's brother, like Mitch said in the video, he says he's not going to be known as Tua's brother for too much longer. He's this guy's good. got some talent. I like Maryland here. Way better than he looked in that first game. Yeah. Way better. And, you know, in hindsight, you know, Northwestern is actually really good, you know. Oh, yeah. In hindsight, you know. They've been doing some damage to everybody. Mm-hmm. Rod? I like the over here. Uh, definitely both teams are going to uh, score back and forth all day. Uh, give me the over. Back and forth all day. Over. 
East Carolina SMU. I'm going to go with the under here in this one. Uh, 69 and a half. I think it's sitting at somewhere between that and 67 and a half. Too much money on the over. I think it just sneaks under the total. Chris? Yeah, that number seems almost right on for me. I'm going to take the over, but not by much. I think we get into low 70s for this one. 10 touchdowns for Ruffalo. Got Ron? I'm going to take East Carolina here at home. Uh, Aylers had a really nice game last season against SMU. This was a shootout. It was like 59-52 to or something like that. Um, I think East Carolina keeps it close. I wouldn't be surprised if they won, but uh, 12 points is too much for SMU to lay any time on the road. So, Yep, East Carolina 2-6, and six, but they've been in with some bruisers. They've been in with the big boys. Yeah, I agree with Ron giving me East Carolina. Uh, I think SMU wins, but not by that many points. East, Car- East Carolina for me too. It's they've been in with they've been they're battle tested. It seems to me when SMU is in against the tougher of teams that they fold like a tent. And uh, I don't like soft teams, man. I just don't. Oklahoma State against Texas Tech, man. Oklahoma State. This team just seems like I, I, I've seen some. I've seen Mike Gundy coach poorly, but I don't even understand the game plan. I just don't even understand the offensive game plan here that they bring to the table. They certainly they didn't even have one against Oklahoma. I mean, I don't even get it. It's like, do you maybe try Chuba Hubbard at some other spots? Like, try and flank him outside or something? I, I don't even know. It's like, because they, they don't have a quarterback that could throw it to him. The first-string guy can't do it. The second-string guy can't do it. It's like, I, I, I don't get it, man. I clearly don't get it. I'm taking Texas Tech. I don't even get it. I'm not even looking at it. Brian? <laughs> I think Oklahoma State comes in here uh, deflated from their loss to their hated rival Oklahoma. I think they Texas Tech plays better defense. I think it goes under the total. Chris, what do you think is going to happen today in Stillwater? Well, Chuba Hubbard running to the back of his offensive lineman again for two yards. I don't know. So, but I still like Texas Tech here as well. I just think it's a case of too many points for. An Oklahoma State team that usually relies on their defense against an offensive Texas Tech team. So, give me the Red Raiders. Ron. Yeah, I like Texas Tech here. After such a you know bad loss to their rivals of Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, like Chris said, they rely on their defense, but that didn't show up last week. I think Texas Tech makes it a close game. I'd sprinkle a little bit on the money line here. I'll take Texas Tech and the points. Is there a booby prize for the worst capper in the contest? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll heckle you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I will. I'm not kidding. <laughs> that could be a money maker for us too. I will be trolling your ass forever. <laughs> I'm sure, we could find an old plunger somewhere, toilet bowl plunger somewhere. We, we could also we could also make personal <laughs> statements about them and generalizations about their overall character, like people do to me when I lose a game. <laughs> it's like, it's like, your wife hates you. <laughs> Thank we better, you. We better put that in the rules then. Commenting from the peanut gallery is definitely allowed. Your dog hates you. <laughs> I don't hear Benny there because he doesn't want to be near you. <laughs> he got he got up and walked away when he was laying on your lap. He doesn't want to be near you. Anymore. <laughs> She took the Jags. You know, you know how big he is? He can't sit on my lap. Jeez. <laughs> you got a pick? Not, you give a pick no lap Yes, I got a pick in this one. Give me Texas Tech as well. That's way too many points. I hate um, Oklahoma State. 
hate their guts after last week. <laughs> I mean, what kind of game plan was that? It's like, let's just stand around and watch these guys run over us. I mean, that was the game plan. It's like, and then our <laughs> offense, let's look as, in, as inept and unprepared as we possibly can. Western Michigan against Northern Illinois, 3-0 and versus 0-3. Give me the 0 and 3. I'll take all these points in Northern Illinois. I just think it's uh, anything over 17 is a good number to be at. So give me Northern Illinois. I think they keep it within two touchdowns and a field goal. I think Western Michigan is the most underrated 3 and 0 team in college football history. Chris? Yeah, and that's why I'm taking them here. I, I, you can hang 58 on Akron. Probably hang at least forty on this NIU defense. NIU defense, and I don't see the Huskies doing anything. So give me a give me Western Michigan. I'll lay the twenty. How about you, Ron? Yeah, I mean this is a, a Western Michigan team that knows how to win football games, and if you win games, you can cover spreads. And I think they're going to do that here. But I think they win by four touchdowns against a UNI uh, NIU team. That's just not the same. So I'll take Western Michigan at home. Yeah, I agree. Give me Western Michigan. Uh, they're going to run right over NIU today. I like Western. Bowling Green against Ohio. It seems like a lot of points, 24. Ohio does. I, mean, I do like, I do like DeMontra Tuggle, though. Mm, I'm going to go with Bowling Green. Uh, I think there's way too many points here for Ohio to cover. I just I don't see it being more than a two-touchdown game, so give me Bowling Green, small bet. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not rushing to bet this one, but I'd probably have to go Bowling Green as well. Ohio only put up 24 on Akron. I think that's the measuring stick for whether or not you can blow teams out in the MAC. So <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me Bowling Green and the points. Someone asked if the drive-through is still going on. Yes, <laughs> it was on yesterday. Thank you, Jay, for the super chat. Much appreciated. Yeah, I had fun in the drive-through. Yeah, the drive-through is Monday through Friday. Orange, they just didn't have it on Beavers. Thanksgiving because the reason why it wasn't on Thanksgiving is because most of the games were early, right? Yeah. Like the football games were early and stuff, and it's like I was on at halftime twice. I was on at halftime twice. During, you know. Ron, what do you got here? Yeah, I think this is way too many points to lay with Ohio. Bowling Green, obviously, they're on three. And they haven't looked great, but they've played Toledo, Kent State, and Buffalo, three the three best teams maybe in, in the in the MAC. So I think Bowling Green covers here. I, I like them in the points. Yeah, Bowling Green as well. Give me Bowling Green, Ohio. There's no way they're going to cover that massive number. No chance. Give me Bowling Green. I put the max juice in the contest at minus 200 is what I'd put it at. Oof. I think minus 150 is good, but minus 200 is fine, you know, especially if you're getting three picks. I don't know, man. The last thing I want to do is hire a capper that's just giving out money line picks just so Brian can beat him up every show. I'll we'll have him on just for punch. I mean, today's pinata. It's like. Are they going by total units won or wins and losses? How's it? How's the final? I don't know. You could have bought the Iceman had the Cowboys money. <laughs> I mean, when you guys decide who the winner is, is it well, going to be total pick. units won? Are they going to subtract the juice off of it or how's it going to work? Yeah, subtract the juice. It's it's exactly right. it's gonna work like. I didn't by know units. if you guys were just going wins and losses no. or what. Juice, right. units. 
Whole, whole yeah, I wouldn't hours. recommend anybody putting out minus 200. So that'd be a big mistake. Well, you could have said that during your handicapping advice <laughs> section that I asked for a contest at the beginning of the show. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I thought we had a firm grasp on the obvious here. <laughs> it's like, let me make a mental note for tomorrow's program. <laughs> Seahawks money box. <laughs> it's like... Notice how the Jackrabbits didn't get it done yesterday because I didn't take them. Anyways... I like uh, I like Bowling Green here. There's no way I'm laying 24 points with Ohio with this duck and chuck offense. I don't even understand that play. Akron against Miami of Ohio. The Zips. 14-point dog. Seems like a little bit light here on this, uh, on this line. Brian? I, I like the Zips. Give me the Zips here. They could win outright, but I'll take the 14 points. Outright? I'm not going to Getting a little carried away with yourself, maybe. <laughs> outright? Right like 14 points in the Zips. I no, like you just it. said Zips outright. Yeah. I said they could. I'll bet you a hat on any, that one. <laughs> could happen. I'll bet you a hat and a jacuzzi for the front of the house on that. <laughs> What do I get to? What are my odds on that for money line? Minus <laughs> whatever. I have to ask the Ice Man what they are. Cause, Take my Because I'm Miami. sure he put that in. Yeah, it's one of his picks for today. <laughs> so, why, why is the Ice Man's got. <laughs> Ice Man's got Miami of Ohio money line. <laughs> Take it to the bank. <laughs> the Ice Man charging for that shit these days. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, uh, give me the under here. I don't. I don't see this one getting over fifty-five and a half. I, I don't even know if Akron will get to ten points, and Miami, Ohio is probably not going to score that that many either. So give me under. Ron Romanelli. I'm going to take the zips. I like. I think Tion Dollar is one of the best running backs in the MAC. <laughs> I like Ron. Ron's a guy out of. He picks just like I like Ron. Ron's a good capper, except when he picks makes picks like this. He has one or two every show. We're just what were you thinking? Well, this one I like Akron. Give me the zips. They're gonna cover here. Shellacked. They have no quarterback whatsoever. Rod, uh, I'm gonna take the under. Give me the under fifty six. Uh, I don't see a shootout in this one at all. Rice against UTEP. The Owls, 12.5-point favorites. This is like the sharp team of sharp teams has been Rice, but they're only 1-2 and two against the numbers. <laughs> just the, this is the, and they've been like the Cleveland Browns a couple of years ago. Where the Sharps are all over them every game, and it's like, eh. <laughs> this, is the, this is where the Sharps get their asses handed to them in, in Rice games. The Sharps are going to dominate in this one. Rice, <laughs> if there's a team you're going to lay over 10 points with, Rice is the team to do it. I think they crush UTEP today. Easy money. Bet on rice, you won't be sorry. Brian all over the owls like white on rice. Chris. <laughs> I could go for some rice. <laughs> Give me some rice with some something on top. I don't know. A little bit extra on top. Beef and broccoli. Beef. There we go. It'd be the turkey tetrazzini for the rest for most of us. <laughs> we got so much freaking turkey. <laughs> I can go for turkey tetrazzini. Got so much turkey, man, and pie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like who the hell buys three pies? We only got two people. <laughs> it's like my wife just wanted an excuse to get Cool Whip. 
Ron, who do you got? I'm going to take the over here. Uh, 44 and a half just seems way too low. I think this could get to 50, 55 points. Uh, I'll take the over. Rod? I'm with Ron. Give me the over. Um, both these teams are going to pass the ball and uh, get enough points. I'm going to I'm going to take UTEP here. I just love I just love the games where the sharps get drilled and I think this is one another one of them. Got Texas State against Coastal. I'll tell you, my voice is still not 100% back after that Coastal touchdown last week. Um but uh I'll tell you, I've been on Coastal almost the whole season. I'm on Texas State in this one. I think the Coastal run not of wins, but the coastal runs of the covering and all the, the fun stuff, I think, is over right here. I think this is one where the where, this is the one where the sharps take some names. Is this game, Brian? Coastal six one and one against the spread. Texas State seven and four against the spread. Texas State has been one of those teams under the radar coverers. I think Coastal Carolina with that big game on deck with Liberty. I think they're primed for a letdown. So, give me Texas State here. I like the points. You realize, Chris, Texas State, this is their 12th game. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm having a nice, juicy letdown sandwich here with, uh, with Coastal Carolina. Fresh off that win, the, the win over App State and sandwich this game in between the Liberty game on deck. I'm on Texas State here as well. I think, I think Coastal <laughs> wins by 10 to 14, but not by 17. Ron? Yeah, give me a slice of that sandwich. I'm going to take Texas State here. I think this, just like he said, letdown spot for Coastal. Uh, I like Texas State. I agree. Give me Texas State here. Oh. Too many points. Coastal wins by 10. Five-man consensus. I'm going to throw this guy out of the group before he even gets started. Um, where are we? Sorry. South Alabama, Arkansas State, maybe? Uh, um, oh, we're on a new game. Okay, that's all I need to know. I'm sorry, I'm doing customer service at the same time. We got some guy that... Can I spam your Facebook group with my pirated TV service? No, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Matter of fact, I'm going to throw you out. South Alabama, Arkansas State. No, UTSA, North Texas, Brian. Well, on my list, it's South Alabama. Your list is wrong. You're the boss, so we go with what you say. What's the rotation number on that? The rotation number on that was 227, 228. This is 219 against 220. All right, for me, North Texas, the mean green. It opened up at five, down to two and a half. The big money betters are back in North Texas, and so am I with a small play. Take North Texas. Chris? Yeah, give me the over 67. Uh, North Texas has to play a ton of defense, and, and I think that they, they can also score on UTSA, so give me give me the over. Ron? Yeah, I'm going to take the over here. Uh, I think it's going to be just a tad over. I'm not in love with this game, but I think we get to 70 points, so I'll take the over. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I like the under. Uh, I think that's too many points. Uh, I don't think we get under that number today. 
Too many going to. I like um, I like UTSA here, even though it looks to be a super square play. Super square. It's about as square as it gets. I'm not betting it. It's a it's a lean because it's 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 too square. It's too damn square. Michigan's as square as it gets. No, like no. Penn Penn State is the suck. <laughs> Penn State is the sucker bomb, just like they were last week against Iowa. Sucker bomb. Sucker bomb. It's like, oh, the sharps are moving the money. Let's jump on this. Shit ass team that can't fucking move the ball three yards. It's like <laughs> I don't think so. How about how about on the road? <laughs> maybe maybe if they maybe if, maybe if they, since they couldn't do it at home, maybe what we'll do is we'll put them on the road. <laughs> maybe they'll do it there. It's like how many no, fans no chance. No chance. Slim just left town. Do they let anybody in the game there in Michigan? I don't no. know what their rules are. Are you kidding? The governor's like a Nazi, right? Michigan. <laughs> It's like, so it's gonna be a nice, quiet stadium. Isn't Michigan like that? The state like where the governors like got everyone like basically in behind bars or something? Like Lady you want to let the? Issues. It's like you're not even allowed they to go to the men's room. Use their boats, but then the the husband was allowed to use his boat. On yeah, the you're like not even allowed to go to the men's room or something. You know, it's like crazy. It's taken forever to get sports betting pushed through. It's like it's been at the at the finish line for like a month now. It's like. Someone hasn't kicked back that last little bit. It's like, ah, oh, maybe we could squeeze another hundred and fifty thousand out of somebody. You know, I mean, that's really what's going on there. It's got to be at this point. Chris, what do you? What's that smirk? What's that? Wipe that look off your face. How about that? Is that better? No. Oh, okay. You notice your camera's kind of on the side. Oh, sorry. It gives you I've a been, weird look. I've been told I've got a face for radio. Um, yes, you do. Thank you. Um, give me, uh, give me, give me Arkansas State here. Actually, they're gonna run all over the South Alabama defense and put up points in bunches. Give me Arkansas State. Ron. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna take the Red Wolves of Arkansas State here. I think their offense is just gonna be too much for South Alabama here at home. So I'll take uh, Arkansas State. Yeah, I agree. Give me the Red Wolves. South Alabama's not so good on the road. Taking South Alabama. I, I will not bet on a team that can't tackle. I just will not do it. I'm sorry, man. I, I, well, I'm not going to apologize for that. Take South Alabama. South Alabama for sure, man. Didn't they beat like Kansas State or something this year? Or Iowa State? Maybe one of those two. I think, bo- I think both these teams beat someone like that. I think one beat Kansas State. Arkansas State, one... Arkansas State beat Kansas State. And South Alabama that. beat Iowa State, right? Something like that. Maybe they covered against Southern Miss. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Louisiana Monroe against Louisiana. You know, you know this one's going to get ugly. Brian? Uh, for me, yeah, I'm going to go same with the over here. I just see a lot of scoring going back and forth. I don't know if the defense is going to be able to stop it. So I'm going to lean towards the over. Chris? 
They're a more disgusting game on the card than this. <laughs> Not by a country mile. Um, give me Lafayette. I just I don't want anything to do with Louisiana Monroe. Not saying something considering Lafayette doesn't cover. So, Ron, I'm going to take the under here. I don't think Louisiana Monroe scores more than once. Maybe I, I think they could get shut out here. Um, Louisiana should be able to win like 40 to 10. Right. Uh, the Raging Cajuns love to play down to their uh, their their team. So uh, I'm, I'm going to take ULM plus the 29 and a half points. Uh, I think that's just too many. Cajuns don't win by that many. You lose money. Got uh, App State today, against Troy. Today, today, is, today is you love money. <laughs> I love money so I'm much. Against ULM. Notice how notice how I'm just ignoring that that game even uh, exists. <laughs> both, both, both teams are both teams are three and five ATS. It's it's. it's I know, but kind of. Is that game? Uh, is that what, what? What is that on ESPN Plus? What is that even on? ESPN three. They can't even see. They they wouldn't even think of charging for that one. <laughs> App State against Troy. <laughs> App State 13 and a half point favorites. Now we're under the two touchdown mark. So the Sharps moved this line from 16 downward, but now I think that it's crossed through 14. I like App State here at 13 and a half. I like Troy before, but I think this is one of those ones where I think 14 is you're good. You know, 13 and a half, 14, you're good. I don't like the 16 and a half as much. What do you think, Brian? Mm, they all lean to App State here. I think they're a two-touchdown winner against Troy. It's not something I'm running to bet, though. Yeah, I'm going to go App State as well. I think uh, you know, the Mountaineers realized after last week's loss they're essentially eliminated from the Sun Belt title game, and I think they take out some frustration here on Troy. So give me App State and lay the points. Ron? Yeah, App State's been terrible against the spread this season, but I like what you said. You know, 13 and a half is a key number, and I think they do get a win by 14 points. So I'll, I'll lean to App State with uh, laying the points here. Rod? I'm going to go the other way. Give me Troy. App, App wins by 10. They're just not a cover team. They're one and seven. No thanks. Give me Troy. Take App State. I like them at this number. You know, when you look at those against the spread numbers, sometimes the number is off, you know, because they go by one number and it's like I've had another number. Like South Florida against Cincinnati, if you look at the against the spread records of those teams on most, on most of these sites, it'll list it that, I forget who it says covered, but that wasn't the case. That game was a straight-on push. The line was 21. I don't, I don't even understand where they get that number from. Auburn against Alabama, the Iron Bowl. Nick Saban, the Auburn game will not cure COVID this time. Only Georgia does that. Alabama-Auburn, Brian. Mm, I'm going to go with Alabama here. I hate back in Alabama like I hate back in the Seahawks and the Packers. But uh, for me, I just think Alabama's going to want to put a hurting on their arch rivals, so I'll lay the points. Shocker. Chris. Surprised as well. It hurts me to say it. I'm shocked. <laughs> Is that what that grunt was when you were giving out the pick? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take Alabama as well. I just think they're going to 
destroy Auburn. It's like it's snowing in Hawaii. Weird, you know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I just think I just think Auburn can't protect Bo Nix. I think even with Alabama's lack of tackling against some teams, I think they're gonna come after Bo Nix today, and they're gonna be relentless on offense. So, give me Alabama. Yeah, this year's Iron Bowl is going to be a slumber fest, in my opinion. I think uh, Alabama wins this one by the end of the second quarter, and uh, I'll lay the points with Bama here at home. Oh, there we go. Goon. I got Goon. Mitch is a goon. 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 Nice. That sounds like a hockey term. Yeah, hockey We're not goon. Even playing hockey yet. Hockey goon. Dave Semenko and Mitch. <laughs> Those are the real bashers. <laughs> yeah, Mitch and Semenko over here. <laughs> it's like John Cordick, <laughs> Mitch and Semenko. It's like we have our goon section. <laughs> Line brawl with Joe D'Amico and Brian Bittler against Mitch Wilson and Dave Semenko. <laughs> Cordick. <laughs> When I met Schultz, when I met Schultz, his hand was about this freaking big. <laughs> it's like, how many people's face did that thing go across? <laughs> it's like my friend was drafted by the Sabres and he had to play like in the minor leagues one year and Schultz was his coach. And he, had, he introduced you to him. His hand was like this freaking big. It was like, like grabbed him by the arm like this. It was like... <laughs> Jeez. He's like, he says, like, before he introduced me, he's like, this guy's got the biggest hands I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> roll tide roll. Oh. Well, Nick's has looked awful this year. Gus Malzahn has the best record against Nick Saban of any coach in college football history. Best record against Nick Saban of any coach. In, out there, Gus Malzahn, Nick Saban's not even coaching in this one, but you know, we know he's gonna be in their ear. But uh, yeah, Gus Malzahn has the best record against Nick Saban of any out there. You know what that means? He's got his, he, he's got his number. No, no, this is a game that you throw the record book out. This is not a blowout series. This is not Bedlam series or something. This is not a blowout series. This is not a blowout series. You know, it just isn't. I'm taking Auburn and the points, and I'm going to cash big. And you guys are going to say, "Man, this this is like, what's going on out there?" You know, because this is not a blowout series. It just isn't. The games are not blowouts in this series. They just are not. They're more likely to come down to the last play than they are to be a blowout. Don't you guys watch anything? I think there's far better places for your money than that game this weekend. Don't tell me where to spend my money. <laughs> <laughs> it was up to you. I would have been on Penn State last week against Iowa. Well, you know, we take your loss. Number one college football handicapper. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm kicking ass this weekend. Saturday, tell me. Today. I think one of those sites was running 50% off yesterday. I should have bought the year of the ice, man. Like, that would have been freaking gold. I could just say I just can't. I'll just blindly give out the opposite of his picks every show, and I won't even say it. You know, just like, well, you know what that means. We're on Washington money line here. <laughs> it's like, uh, 
Auburn. Michigan State Northwestern. Been bad from Sp- for Sparty since game one. See, I always say this as a Miami fan, and Ron Ron goes to Florida, and I think how, what year are you in, Ron? A junior, junior. So he's been there a few years now, but you're you're not from the area. You're from like the Northeast. But he's starting to he's starting to probably at this point he gets it, and it's like, and I say this to people, and they're like, oh, you know, people that aren't from that area are from areas where they or, or, that didn't grow up with college football the way that I did. They they don't really understand this. And it's like, I always say, it's like, we could go, we could, we could go one and 11 at Miami. We can go one and 11. If that one win is against Florida state, I'm good. Right. And it's like, I say the same thing. If we had Florida on the schedule, if we went one and 11, that one win was against Florida. If they'll play us, I'm good. You know, Notre Dame, Ohio state, that one win, I'm good. Michigan state, they beat Michigan. That one win. I, I think they're good. I think they're good, and I think they're good for the season. I think they're done. Now they're playing Northwestern. It's gonna be. I was at the. I was at the Drew. Um, the uh, what's his name? Drew, the guy who was Drew Stanton game against Northwestern at Northwestern, where Michigan State came back from forty-one down. I was at that game, and uh, I'll tell you, I don't think the cats have ever forgotten. Anyways, Michigan State stinks this year, Brian. I think they've forgotten Northwestern off a huge emotional win against Wisconsin. Now they got to take on crappy Michigan State. I'm going to take the points here at the Spartans. I think they keep it within 10. 10 points? Okay. Yep. Chris? Or 10 touchdowns. Um, <laughs> I know we're not big on trends here, but the road team 14 and 2 against this pen in the last 16 meetings. Northwestern 8-0 against the spread in the last eight at Michigan State. This is, I think this is a Northwestern beatdown. I don't even know if Michigan State scores here. I've been outscored 73-7 in their last two games. I'll, I'll take Northwestern here. Does that clarify his ownership, Ron? Do they own them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not only do they own them, they own everybody this season. And, you know, I just think Northwestern is a special team, especially when you look at last year's team how bad they were. I mean, this was a team to fade every single week last year. And now, you know, 5-0, and ranked number eight in the nation. I like them on the road here. Uh, I'll lay the points with Northwestern. I've heard rumors, okay, and I don't, I'm not saying these are true or anything like that, but I've heard rumors from people that are inside the Ohio State program. And the rumor has it that their season is over. And I don't know if that's true or not. I've heard it, though, that their season is, is over. Why? Because they, the COVID is just so rampant in Ohio State. I told you both my nephews, I told you guys this months ago, my nephews went to go to Ohio State. They both got COVID, and all of their friends got it. It is rampant. It is the largest college, and it's the largest college cases of COVID. It is, like, really rampant there. Um, so this season might be over. Northwestern might be the Big Ten champs. Rod? I don't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying anything. I don't know. But whatever. Just like Urban Meyer to Texas, right? I mean, I don't know if that's true or not. But that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I like Northwestern here as well. Uh, I'm not, Sparty's looked awful this year. They have one big win. Other than that, no good. Northwestern's going to run over them. They're just too good. Clemson versus Pitt. 
This is a real interesting one because Clemson was on the field last week against Florida State when their game got canceled. They're pretty pissed off because Trevor Lawrence had already missed two games. Now, I've seen some action on Pitt in this game, but hear me out, man. It's bounced off the lows, right? It was down to 22 and a half. It's back to 24. And hear me out on this one, okay? Trevor Lawrence is the Heisman candidate, but there's a couple other guys out there that are kind of, you know, can make a statement for it too. Clemson has won a lot of things. I don't think they got a Heisman winner. I mean, they got a pretty hefty trophy case at this point. You know, they're really, Dabo's really stocking that trophy case, kind of like our trophy case down in Coral Gables, right? But, no, not quite, right? Not quite to that level. I mean, we got a couple of Heismans in there and, you know, a lot of hardware. But, uh, but they don't have a Heisman, you know, and they, this is their chance for their Heisman. This is their guy, man. This is their guy. He promised them. He benched his starter that made it to the finals of the college football playoff for this kid. You think, you know, maybe wait, you think he's going to take him out thinking that he might come back next year or something? That's not going to happen. Chris? Brian, what do you think? I know you're probably taking pit here. I mean, <laughs> oh, definitely taking pit here. I mean, line open at 26. It went down to 23 and a half. If you get 24, which is where it's sitting right now, I think you're pretty comfortable with pit. They're not a garbage uh, program. They're I think garbage. They can keep within three touchdowns. Straight garbage. So take pit. Straight garbage. Take it to the bank. Straight garbage. And Chris, I'm, I'm sure you have this stuff right in front of you. What's Davos Winnie's record against the spread in November games? About 600 and zero, I think. Clemson, I think, hasn't not covered the spread in the second half of the season in the last seven years or something. I think the only time they didn't cover the spread in the second half of the season under Dabo Swinney um, was last year's national championship game. Because every other college football playoff game they had ever been in, they were the dog in every single game. It's crazy, right? I mean, they're dogging every single college football playoff game they've ever been in outside of that one. They were dogged in Notre Dame that year. It didn't make sense. Chris, talk some sense into this guy. I'm preparing myself for the look, but I'm with Brian on this one. I like, I like Pitt. I just think that this is a three-touchdown game. Clemson hasn't played in three weeks. Trevor Lawrence hasn't played in even longer. I know they're eager to get out there, but I just think Pitt is decent enough with Kenny Pickett under center. He can, he can, he's a capable quarterback. What was the score of the Georgia Tech game against against Clemson? Clemson's two and six against the spread this year. Money burners. Yeah, they always are slow starters against the spread. Well, we're beyond slow start now. We're eight games in. Yeah, and Trevor Lawrence was out the last two games. No, I'm not discrediting that. I'm just saying I think Pitt can. It's okay. This one within three hey. touchdowns. Hey, there, there's got to be another. There's got to be another another side. The, the 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 casino can't afford to just keep paying me by themselves. Ron. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I'm going to be on uh, Brian and Chris's side in this one. Pitt is just not a garbage team, like he said. It, this is a team that has stopped the run this season. They've moved the ball pretty well. They're coming off a 47-14 win over Virginia Tech. I just think that 24 points is just too much. I mean, this is – I think it's going to take a little bit for Lawrence to get going in this one, and I think pick covers here. It might be a backdoor, but I think that's just too many points. Let's look at their road 
they could get Miami in the ACC title game maybe. If they six and, six and a half point favorites at Boston College. Outright losers. 11 and a half point dogs at Miami. No cover. Let's see what their other road. Anything else on the road here? Well, last year at Eastern Michigan did not cover. So they covered against Florida State. Congratulations. It's like three, four, one against the spread, something like that. Yeah, the three, the, they're all at home. The, the covers are all at home. It's like, except for Florida State. Rod, yeah. what do you got? Not, it hasn't been Death Valley with Trevor Lawrence coming off of a month, you know, on, on the sidelines. I mean, expect to see a show. Expect to see I, I an like absolute Dilbert, show and I, and, in I, this and, I, and I like Clemson uh, kicking the, sh- yeah. the, the shit out of Anything I'm south sorry. of 40 here is a is Lawrence, is, 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 is a bad. The bed. He's been chomping at the bits to get up yeah. the field. He was mad so last week. The crap out of he was place. mad. He was. Did you want see? I mean, hey, Brian, it, want to bet a hat? It's, hat yeah, I'll, I'll bet that you a box of hats on this one. You know, I think that I think that what you see is, you know, Trevor Lawrence, you know, this is he's one of the most vocal college players that we've ever had. He's one of the most usually the college players you don't hear a lot. He was the one when they want they were like, "Oh, they're going to cancel the season because of COVID." He was the one, "I'm playing. You guys can cancel all you want. I'm playing anyway." Right? That's what he said. And then he went on they marched, right? They he was the active in the whole marching stuff and then last week when they canceled the game, normally they say, "Well, you know, they err on the side of caution whatever." We were ready to kick the crap out of these guys. We were chomping at the bit. He was mad, man. He was like, he's like, these guys ducked us, is what they said. Clemson was like, you know, they, we're going to err on the side of caution. Clemson's like, these guys are ducking us, is exactly what the comments were. It was like, these guys ducked us. They blew us all the way down here and ducked us. They were mad, man. Dabo Swinney came out and said they ducked us. It was, it was this, Dabo, you know, it's the same thing like when the Big Ten's sitting out, oh, we're going to sit out our season. It's like, you guys don't win anything anyway. We went, we're going to count that trophy? Like, oh, it won't, it'll, well, you think your trophy will be tarnished? Those guys don't win anything. They win nothing, man. Just an overblown bag of air. I mean, they don't win you titles. You give me 24, Rod? I'll take it for the hat. I think it's at 23 and a half right now, isn't it? 24. Uh, I'll, go, I'll lay 24 for a box of hats. Uh, me and I owe Rod up. We had me and him haven't gone head to head in a bit. I'll bet you a hat and six car payments, man. It's just bad luck. I can't bet with Yeah, you. damn right I'm bad luck. <laughs> it's like I watch the games, man. It's like Boston College against Louisville. Boston College laying one against, you know, well. Olay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they shut out Syracuse last week. They're not that Olay. I'm going to go with the under here in Boston College and Louisville. I don't think last week was an aberration for Louisville's defense. I think they'll come ready to play in this one. So give me the under. A lot of running the ball. Chris? Yeah, I'm on the under as well. Um, I just think – you know, Louisville lost their star receiver. Sorry, their star running back and Boston College's quarterback. I don't think it's 100. percent It's questionable for this game, so I see a lot of running the ball. Give me the under. Ron Ruminelli. Yep, I agree. I think both teams have actually been pretty good against the pass, but haven't been great against the run. So you're going to see a lot of running here. I think we get the under. Ron, you think there's any correlation there when they're really bad against 
bad against the run. They're good against the pass because teams just run all day on them. They don't even bother throwing. I think that's probably it's kind of like more in the case. It's kind of it's kind of like teams that teams that have really good records in the NFL are always some of the top rushing teams. Right. It's like, oh, you know, running the football is the key to success. It's double edge. You know, it's like, yeah, you run the ball effectively. Generally, you run the ball and play defense. You win a lot of games. Right. I mean, that's that's a time tested thing. But. You know, there's also the teams that are up by 20 and just want to, you know, just run the ball, you know? Rod? Uh, give me Boston College here. Uh, I think Boston College wins, wins this. I kind of like, I, I like the under. I see like 25, 23 times. Boise against San Jose State. This is... um. This is a, this is one is one of those games because like you would think the money would just come pouring in on Boise on the blue turf, but the line hasn't budged. Brian, no, I think this Spartan team from San Jose State's for real this year. I think it's a must-win game, obviously for both teams. I'm going to take the under. I think we see a lot less than fifty-seven and a half, fifty-eight. Yeah, Docs is terrible too. That's another good place to fade. I agree with you on that one. Solid. Solid choice there. Sorry, I let that one get away from me. Well, they're actually they're worse than they're worse. Than, nah, I don't know. Those guys won't even show their picks. They're so bad, right? I mean, it's like let's just make up a record and slap it out there. It's like Chris. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the under here as well. I just I see it getting close to 58, but I see it, everything I've done finishes around 55, 57 points. So. I'll take the under here. I don't know if I don't know if Docs makes up the records. Let's just say they don't have their documented picks out of documented records. So you have to just take their word for it. Take my word for it. I've won seven seven hundred games in a row. Just take my word for it. <laughs> I don't get it, man. How do people buy this stuff? Ron? How hard is it to get a documented site where it documents you? It actually is it's not that easy. But those guys make enough money that they could hire someone to do it manually. Yeah. They just don't want to show you. <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to. If, if people don't have documented picks, they just don't want to show you. you know? I took Jacksonville last week on the show. Ron? Yeah, I, I think we're going to get the under here. Uh, it's a lot of points, 58. Uh, Boise State hasn't been great against the run, but San Jose State hasn't been able to run the ball well. So I think we're just going to see a hard-nosed game. I think one team has the edge, but uh, I'll take the under as the play here. Chris, did you give a pick? Or did I... Yes, we did. All right, Rod. Uh, I'm going to take San Jose here. Uh, I think that's just too many points. They're, they're going to cover machines. They're 3-0 and 1 ATS, 4-0. It's going to be a good game here. Definitely a good game. Uh, that's too many points there. What I see is a touchdown game. Give me the plus 11 and a half. Wonder who the Iceman has. I like, um, <laughs> I like, I like Boise. No one knows who this the Iceman is. I could use a little help on this one. <laughs> I could use a little help. I, 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 like I said in my video, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man and San Jose State, kind of like Coastal last week against App State. Um, you know, San Jose State, this is rarefied air for them. 
And I think if they were home with the fans in the stands, I would like them in this spot to maybe even pull the outright upset. But I think this is one of those spots where you go into the blue turf and you probably get taught a lesson about what it means to get over the hump. Kind of like Gretzky's first year in the Stanley Cup final. You know, he kind of had to learn what it takes to, like playing for the Stanley Cup, a little bit different game than these, uh, than these other games. Ole Miss against Mississippi State. The Egg Bowl. This one's in uh, Oxford. Not that Oxford. The other Oxford. Oxford, Mississippi. Brian? Yeah, for me, I'm going to lean towards Mississippi State here. There's going to be tons of scoring back and forth, and I can see a backdoor cover happening, so I'll take the 10. I thought he was going to say, I think the Iceman's got Boise money. (laughs) (laughs) He might. He might. No, it's not no normally he doesn't go over minus 300. I think that's his limit. I think I've, I've seen bigger <laughs> and better than that. I've seen fours. Mm. Is, is that on the Ole Miss uh, State or school slogan, the other Oxford? <laughs> no, no. Miss, Mississippi State is in Stark Vegas. This is in, this is uh, no, oh, sorry, that's Oxford. Ole Miss. Yeah, Oxford. <laughs> um, Stark, Stark Vegas. I'm, um, I saw I saw him grab the board, so I'm going to bum off of uh, Rod's uh, bird cage trick. We talked about it off the air last night. I was planning on giving this out today, but uh, I like Mississippi State on the money line. I just think that you can throw record books out the window in this one, and you know I just I, I don't like that Ole Miss defense, and with Will Howard taking over that air raid offense from Mike Leach, uh, I just think Mississippi State this could be a, a prime time to back him as a dog. So. Give me, give me Mississippi State on the money line. Ron. I'm going to go one step back and just take Mississippi State and the points. I don't think they win this game outright. I do think there's value in taking them on the money line, but I think this is a three, seven-point game, so uh, I'll take Mississippi State and the points. Rod. All right. Mississippi State wins it outright. Their like defense mi- is just a little bit better. I think they make a couple more stops. Um, it, it, I think I take the over because I think we're going to see scoring all over the place, it's back and forth and back and forth. And I think Mississippi State just makes that big stop at the end to get them the win. I like Mississippi State also with the points. Got um, Rutgers against Purdue. Purdue eleven and a half point favorites in this gem. Brian, I don't know where he went, but Chris is here. Chris, Purdue and Rutgers. Yeah, I'm going to take Rutgers with the points. I just, I think Purdue wins this game, but I think they win it by 10. I think 11 and a half is too many. I just think Rutgers team's well coached. I think they can hang with Purdue here. So give me Rutgers and the points. Got 808 people watching. If you guys could smash the like button, I would greatly appreciate it. I appreciate everyone that shows up and watches our shows. That's for sure. 808. Getting up there, man. Smash that like button. Ryan Purdue and Rutgers. Mm, I'm going to take uh, 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 Purdue in this one. I think Rutgers really got deflated last week against Michigan. They gave him the hard fight, but I think Purdue takes advantage of them. Ron. I'm going to take the over here. Uh, I think both teams are going to score a ton of points. Uh, Purdue's offense looked really solid against Minnesota last week, and I think you're going to see the same thing here. But the defense wasn't too great. Rutgers probably be able to score some points. I'll take the over. 
Rod. Purdue, my two touchdowns. I'm not a fan of this records team at all. I like the over in this one. I think uh, I think Michigan showed a couple of Rutgers weaknesses last week. I, I like this Rutgers team. I think you guys, uh, I think you guys got it wrong. I think Greg Schiano is going to turn this thing around. Colorado against San Diego State. This is a makeup fill-in type game at a conference. It's like, hey, let's play some football. I like this. Colorado minus three against the Aztecs. Boy, those Aztec fans, man. Just love you too. Love you too. I've seen a three and a half or so out there, so I'm going to take San Diego State. I don't see why they can't win this game outright. I think they bounce back. Chris, I'm going to take Colorado here. I, just, I really liked what I've seen from Colorado. Now they got rid of Stephen Montez, a quarterback, and I think they have an offense that's going to attack you from everywhere. Some of that San Diego State hasn't necessarily seen this year. So I think the one time they did see it was against San Jose State, and they lost that game. Give me Colorado here. Ron. Yeah, I think Colorado is a very similar team to Nevada, and San Diego State lost that game last week. So I'm going to take Colorado, lay the points. It should be a close game, should be a good game, uh, but I'll lean to Colorado. Rod. I'll take San Diego State here. Uh, and what's a field goal game? Give me the plus three and a half. I always like teams with a with a stigma, and Colorado's got a stigma, a bad negative stigma from years of losing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh, I'm gonna stick with Colorado here. I think it's addition by subtraction. I'm I'm with Ruffalo on that one. Montez was the problem, not part of the answer. I know Colorado. You know when they had Jim Levitt as their defensive coordinator a few years ago is when they turned things around and then he left and they kind of regressed a little bit with Montez. And now, now they look to be back. I, I really like Colorado. They're going to surprise some people. Duke and Georgia Tech, two disappointing teams, man. These are two teams that are uh, really bad. They're two bad teams, Brian. You, you pick these teams a lot. These are your guys. Uh, <laughs> I like Georgia teams. Tech here. I don't know why the public's confident with Duke. I know Georgia Tech's bad, but uh, I'll take them at home here. I think they, they get by Duke. That Michigan line back to one. Chris? I'm going to take the over here. I think this is a spot where both offenses wake up. It's just reeks of a 38-31 kind of game, so give, give me the over here. Anyone knows Reek, it's you, Ron. <laughs> um, yeah, this is probably one of my least favorite games in the schedule today. Uh, as for the side, it could go either way, in my opinion. But I think Chris has something on the total here. I like the over. we got to remember, last time out, Duke gave up 56 points to UNC. Uh, just a bad defense, and I, I think we get the over here pretty easily. Right. Uh, I'm going to take the over in this one as well. Uh, I think we definitely get over this. We get over 60 points here. I like Duke. Georgia Tech's especially bad. Especially bad. Navy against Memphis. This one down to 13 and a half. Brian? Mm, I'm going to go with the midshipmen of Navy. Uh, just too many points here for me to pass up. I think it's a 10-point game at most for Memphis. So I'll take Navy. Not the same Memphis team we've seen in the past, that's for sure. Chris? Yeah, this is this is one of the ones I struggled with the most, but I think I'll, I think I'll take Navy as well. I think there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of option 
a lot of clock chewing, and I think Navy sneaks in the back door and gets gets a cover here. All right. Got uh, Ron Romanelli. Uh, I'm going to take Memphis here on the road. I just This Navy team is terrible on defense. And usually they have a much better defense, but this season they're getting killed in both the passing and running game. I think Memphis has the edge, and Memphis is not too shabby against the run, and obviously Navy's that triple option offense. So I think Memphis, Memphis wins by two touchdowns. Right. I like the over. Give me over. Definitely both teams are going to go back and forth running the score. And, uh, okay. Give me the over. I, like, I kind of like Memphis. I've gone back and forth. I don't love that game. Kansas State and Baylor. Baylor 1-5 on the season. Kansas State bludgeoned last week by Iowa State. I think you guys all took Iowa State last week. Or all took Kansas State last week. I had Iowa State. That was my one where I flew solo against you guys. Kansas State looked flat as a pancake. This is a team that's either flat or really good. It's like there's no in-between with them. You know, there's no in-between. Ryan, what do you think? I'm going to take a chance with uh, K-State here. Too many people on the Baylor bandwagon. So, I mean, I wouldn't shock me if they won outright, but I'll take the six. Any under- I don't even understand this Baylor bandwagon, but so be it. Chris? I'm on the under here. Uh Baylor team that struggled to score all year long against the Kansas State team that's struggling right now. I could see 21-14 or even 24-20 sneaks under this number, but uh, I I don't think it gets over. So give me the under here. Yeah, I agree. I I like the under here. I mean, this is a very low total for a Big 12 game, but I think it's low for a reason. Just two bad offenses, two defenses that have – Done decent things here and there, but uh, I think we get the under. Rod. Uh, I'm going to take K-State. And what, this, this is going to be a field goal game. Someone wins this by a field goal. I'll take the points. Just looks odd. I just, the whole thing just looks odd. I think it's under. <sighs> Texas A&M against LSU. These teams don't like each other too much. I think this might be a trophy game. I'll tell you what, this is one of the best free picks I've given out. Texas A&M's going to crush LSU today. Lay the points with ease here. No problem this one. Chris? I think if it was Miles Brennan, at quarterback would be with ease, but I like LSU with the points here. I'm going to put a little bit on LSU money line. They're 7-1 and one straight up against A&M since A&M joined the SEC, and 9-0 and against the spread in the last nine against A&M, and I think T.J. Finley started to turn a corner at quarterback for them. I know LSU's got defensive issues, but I just think this could be a bit of a trap for, for A&M. We'll take LSU in the points. A little bit on the money line. Ron? I'm going to take the over here. Uh, both solid offenses. Obviously, this is a much different LSU team than it was last year, and defenses struggled badly, especially against the pass. Uh, I just think we get over here. I think both teams definitely get to 30. Um, well, yeah, I like the over. Rod? Uh, I agree with Brian. Give me uh, Texas a <laughs> here. We're not a fan of this LSU team. Their defense has been it is not bad, but uh, I, I think Texas A&M runs, runs over them today. 
I like LSU here in the points. I also like a money line. I'm with Ruffalo on that one. This is a rivalry of rivalries, and it's like I think you can't – you know, this is the thing that makes college football just a different game, kind of like what we saw in Oregon State, Oregon yesterday, where it really doesn't matter, you know, a lot of times the record. And I've been to games like that. I've been, you know, I grew up with it. And I, I know that this is one of those games because this is, this, this is like a – like, so you see it as an SEC game now. But this wasn't always an SEC game. Texas A&M just joined the SEC like you know a few years ago. They haven't been in the SEC forever. But these teams have played each other forever every single year because they're rivals because they hate each other's guts. And one of those things, you know, where LSU they, they just <laughs> they always buckle the chin straps for this one. And when the the team that's bad, they always buckle the chin strap. Now remember, two years ago, these teams met, and LSU was the better team, and Texas A&M needed it to get to a bowl game. They threw the game on the SEC network, which I'm going to guess this game is going to be on also. And that's where the Dirty Tricks Committee is, right? It's like if they're going to have like something funky is going to go on, it's going to happen on the SEC network. They're not going to do it on ABC in front of everybody, right? They just throw it on the SEC network. No, they're going to do it on ESPN. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. We're going to see it on ESPN. Something crazy is going to happen in this one. You watch. This is always a crazy, crazy game. Last year was the aberration. Two years ago, it was 74-72, seven overtimes. Um, and I got to say that they gave Texas A&M the win. LSU clearly beat them. It was like Texas A&M needed the win to get to bowl eligible. You know, it was the last game of the season. They needed it to become bowl eligible, and they gave them the game at the end. I mean, you don't get the seven overtimes with, you know, with, without a, some horrific officiating. I mean, just really horrific. You want to see left foot, right foot spots? You watch this game. This is this is like if you, if you don't understand what I mean by the left foot, right foot spot, tune into LSU versus Texas A&M. This is the game where you see it. Speaking of rivalries, Georgia versus South Carolina, two teams that hate each other's guts. This is normally like the second game of the season, and if you look at the history of this one, right, always close. And the other thing about this one, South Carolina beat them between the hedges, what was it, two years ago to knock them out of the national championship race. Now, here's the, here's, here's the, um, here's the irony, right? And I, said, I mentioned this in my parlay video. Here's the or dog of the day might have been. A little irony here for you. Justin Fields, the quarterback of Ohio State, <laughs> transferred out of Georgia, man. If he would have still been in Georgia, they wouldn't have not have nearly the quarterback problems that they had. This is kind of like when Cam Newton got thrown out of Florida, and all of a sudden the Gators, they didn't know what to do. And that's where Georgia is right now. It's like they had so much, such a glut of talent there that Justin Fields transferred out of there. He would have been easily the starting quarterback. They probably would have beaten Bama. They had Bama dead to rights. They, they probably would have beaten them. They probably would be number one in the country if they had Justin Fields. But Justin Fields, is, they're, they're off this week for COVID, and they might not make it even back to the field. Brian, you know you like Cox. Uh, yeah, Fields didn't impress me with Ohio State last with too many turnovers. But uh, in this game, I don't see South Carolina putting up any points. So with that being said, I'll take the under. I just don't see it getting up. Oh, this is going to be like... 16 to 9. <laughs> like, I don't even know who's going to win. 16 12 is this type of game. Chris? Can't hear you. Sorry, Ron? this will be this one's going to be ugly. I'll take the under. Ron? 
I'm going to take South Carolina and the points. This is going to be a close game. I lean to the under. But uh, yeah, I just think that the big rivalry game, I like South Carolina at home plus the points. It's a lot of points for a really not great Georgia team to lay. This is a huge rivalry game. I mean, this is – Last year, between the hedges, South year. Carolina 20, Georgia 17. Every other game outside of that, there's been a few blowouts, but most of them have been within two touchdowns. You know, if you look back at the last 10 years, 45 42, 17 6, 41 30, 38 35, 28 14, 24 10. I don't know. Last year, Rodrigo Blankenship was the, was the GOAT. Missing those field goals. Missed one in overtime. So you end up replacing Adam Vinatieri. It's kind of like following uh, Eddie Murphy if you're a comic comedian or something. Rod, take 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 the Cox and the under. He's like seventeen fourteen. <laughs> Cox won't be so flaccid today. How do you like the Cox? You know, Washington against Utah, Brian. Couple of Utes. I'm going to go with the Utes here. Brooklyn's I finest. This, this game was put together uh, pretty quick. Utah's better than what they've played. Like, uh, I, I just, I, I'll take Utah here. Lean. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to lean towards Utah as well. I just, I mean, this is, this is, this number seems right on for me, but I'll, but I'll lean towards Utah on this one. I'm trying to enter your contest. I can't figure out where to put my picks. What you, should, what you could do, you just read the rules to the contest. It's pretty self-explanatory. It starts December 1st. Maybe I didn't say that in the, in the contest rules either. But it starts December 1st. I, I, maybe I should have put that. <laughs> so, well, it says, you have, it says there you can enter. You have till November 30th to yeah. enter the contest. Right. So you kind of... It kind of self-explanatory there that you figure the contest won't. No, nah, nah, you got you got to put it. You got to put it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Email Rod with any questions. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> ask the ask ask ask. No, no. I'll give you an email. No, no. If you have if you have the if you have a question if you have a question post it in the Facebook group because there are likely other people that have the same question. And this is why same. when people message me and email me and stuff, it's like post it in the <laughs> Facebook group because you're pro- if you have a question, you're likely not the only person that has that question. And it's easier to just answer it all at once. Chris, did you give a pick? For the Utah game? Yep. Yeah, I did. All right, Ron, did you give a pick? Yeah, I'm going to lean on Washington here. I think this could be a push. I think the, the number's right on, like Chris said. Um, but I'll lean Washington at home. Washington looks pretty good. It's like yeah. kind of flying under the radar here. Rod? Yeah, I like Washington at home here as well. Uh, I think that number is pretty close, but I think they win by two touchdowns. Give me Washington. Hank Q said, college game day just showed a human interest piece. Imagine that. It's like, they don't even talk about football anymore. That Marty, whatever his name is, unwatchable television. I don't even understand what that guy's talking about half the time. It's like, just say it in English. Man. I like Washington. UCLA and Arizona. 
I just can't help myself. I got to bet against UCLA every every chance I get in every sport. Brian? Yeah, too many points. Uh, UCLA might win, but they're not. I don't see them covering this one. It's just too many points. I'll take Arizona in the points here. My wife is awesome, and the reason why she is so understanding of me watching the games is because this is how we pay for everything. This is what I do for a living, and she fully understands that. It's not like this isn't like a hobby or like a side thing or anything like that. This is what I do for a living. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to take... Uh, Chris is going to say, yeah, this is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you pay for it. Um, I'm going to I'm I'm pay. I'm going to take um, UCLA. I just think that the Bruins are starting to click under Chip Kelly, and I think... Uh, this is where they maybe take advantage of a bad Arizona defense, but I'm not touching this game otherwise. Ron? Yeah, I'm going to take the over here. Uh, just UCLA can score, but they can give up some points as well. And Arizona's defense has been terrible so far. So I, I think we get the over here. I wouldn't be surprised to see both teams getting in the 40s. Right. Uh, I'm going to take Arizona here. Uh, keep it close. Virginia, Florida State has come off the board. Um, that game has been mm. postponed. It's like San Jose State might have as well. Against Boise? All right. TCU, Kansas. We just keep rolling. TCU, Kansas. Ryan? Uh, for me, TCU coming off letdown, back-to-back road spots here. I'm going to put 100 on Kansas at 50 on the money line. I like Kansas, too. Chris? I, I, stand, I, I stand firm on this one. I want nothing to do with the Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> I'll take uh, TCU, only the points. Thank you for the super chat, Kwame. Chris? Uh, Ron? Uh, give me the Jayhawks here at home. One of the worst teams in FBS, but I think they find a way to cover here at home. I like uh, Kansas. There's no chance of doing the drive-thru on Saturday and Sunday. It, it just doesn't make any sense. I like Kansas here as well. TCU has just looked awful. Awful, awful. That's way too many points. They're not covering that. Thank you for the super chat. Um, yeah, no the chance. reason... The reason the drive-thru doesn't make any sense on Saturday and Sunday, the general the general purpose of the drive-thru show, the, the premise of the show, the format of the show, is supposed to be a late look at tonight's games. So, like, when we do the show in the morning, and then the lines could have moved, players could be announced out, you know, especially in the NBA, right? It's like, you know, we have game cancellations, all sorts of stuff going on. So, the drive-thru is supposed to be that last look, at tonight's games. And the reason why it got off of that um, last look at tonight's games is because there wasn't games tonight. Like once baseball season was over, there was no more tonight's games, you know, and it was just football. Everything was spread out. And Brian, you know, before we had that stoppage, you know, not stoppage, but kind of like in between that baseball and football, Brian, you know, he was already crying a river on here. Remember, he was like, what are we going to do on the days where there's no, right? <laughs> I, I was with them. You know, I just wasn't as vocal about it. I mean, I knew we were going to have like this kind of light schedule days, you know, where it's like there's not going to be 
there's going to be days with either zero or one game, you know? And I knew that was going to be. It up for it. But we made it through. We gutted it out. We gutted it out, man. Tough bastards, man. Gutted our, gutted <laughs> that shit out. We all gutted it out together. You know what we did? We bet some Mac football, just like a normal person does. And even those games got canceled. We still kept betting. We didn't care. We didn't, like, revert to soccer or something. We just kept betting. It's like, oh, let's, hell, let's just bet on it. It's like, what is, we just bet more, more on Bowling Green. I like Kansas here. I, I, I once, uh, a few years ago, I bet on TCU against Kansas. I mean, they absolutely dominated the game. And, you know, I'd never seen so many fumbles inside the five-yard line in my whole life, man, and TCU did in that game. Gary Patterson's defenses are traditionally really good. His offenses normally shoot themselves in the foot like no one's business. You see those people actually bet the TCU money line in this one, I saw. Iceman? I don't know. I don't know who it was, but I don't know. They're like laying minus two thousand or whatever it is, fifteen hundred. Oh. Why? <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Why is taking on Nevada? I'm going to guess this game is not going to get canceled because we don't have really a lot of COVID here. Um, but this game is actually in Oahu. It's not here. It's in Oahu. It's playing right away. But um, the Packer in town. They're undefeated. They've looked really good, like a legitimate football team. But this is only their second road game of the season, and this is a hell of a road trip. And I got to tell you, it's been a little toasty here lately. Uh, for me, I love this game. It would have been a premium play, but I'm a little bit greedy. I didn't want to have be stuck up really late. Uh, I think Hawaii is a great bet, plus the points, even some of the money line. Uh, Nevada is a really good team, but I think uh, they catch a Hawaii team that's out there to win tonight. The contest is in the Facebook groups. I'm going to do a live show. I might come on later each day before the contest and do, um, and do a promo for the contest, you know, like just a live thing saying this is the contest. And everyone's going to be like, hey, who do you like in this game? Who do you like in this game? The same games that we just went over. But, <laughs> and I'm going to say, we gave these picks out 100 times. <laughs> and I'm just going to be like, who do you like in the TCO Kansas game? Chris? Uh, I think I'm, I'm with Brian on this one. I like uh, Hawaii with the, with the points. I just see this as a four-point game, 31-27, whatever way you slice it. But I'll, uh, I'll take Hawaii. The contest and the rules are 100% through the Facebook group. If you're not on Facebook, too bad. You're not in the contest. There's no exceptions. It's 100% in the Facebook groups. Sports Chat Plays Facebook group, Pick Dogs Facebook group. You can enter twice, once in each. Ron Romanelli. I'm going to go with uh, the Rainbow Warriors, like you guys said. Uh, it's tough to play in Hawaii, and I think Nevada's had a great season so far, but I think Hawaii's going to keep this game close. I wouldn't be surprised if they won it, but I think it could come down to a game-winning field goal at the end. I'll take Hawaii and the points. I'm behind on the comments, someone mocking Ruffalo's comment on the best running back in the MAC on that Akron. Right. Uh, I like the under here. Uh, I think that's too that the or that's the, the points are too high. Um, we're gonna gonna go under the total here. I like I like Hawaii in the points. Like I said, they haven't been on the road much. Um, 
this year. The uh, you know they haven't been on the road much, the Bows. So uh, I, I mean Nevada, and this is a lousy road trip, man. I, it's like I don't. It's like I love going to Vegas all the time, and like you know how how I always have done it here. But I'll tell you what, I have not missed it. I've not missed flying at all. I don't miss those seven, eight hour flights, man. Not one bit. Kind of finding myself kind of comfortable. Anyways, that wraps it up, except for the parlay section. Chris Ruffalo. Oh, does anyone have any college basketball picks they want to give before? we get to the parlay section because we didn't really have time to go over the games in depth. But if anyone has something that's jumping off the page at them and they just feel like they need to give a free pick on college hoops, <laughs> I understand. I, I, I get it, okay? I don't want people to say, Mitch never lets them give their college basketball picks. Because I know you guys are thinking that. I know you're thinking that. There's, thinking there's only someone to, out there. I have my lunch. <laughs> I'm hungry. We got some turkey left over and some pie <laughs> and some mashed potatoes. Yeah, I do have one uh, the, college play. Who is it, Ron? Uh, it's in the 7 o'clock Nichols State in Santa Clara. Uh, I think this Nichols State team is, for some reason, not getting uh, any respect from the odds makers. Well, actually, I see the line moving down as we speak. I saw it at 8, eight earlier today. Now it's down at 5.5, and, and there's a reason for that. Nichols State is a really tough team in the Southland this season. The Southland looks to be really locked and loaded. Stephen F. Austin, Abilene Christian, Nichols State. So uh, I like Nickel State in the points here, and I think they're going to win this game outright. So I take them on the money line too. I, I, I got a college hoops birdcage after. How about I you? got one college basketball play. What do you got? Uh, uh, I like the Liberty Flames today. I um, got in at plus. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say seven and a half. Love Liberty. Seven, uh, I've seen. I think eight. they win it outright. Love it. Yeah, South Carolina defensive team all the way. So it's way too many points. Um, I, so I, I was going to say Liberty. I also like Tulsa against TCU. I think they could beat them outright as well. Yep. TCU, way overrated. I, I don't even understand that line. They beat Baylor last year. Congratulations. You can hang your hat on that for the next 25 years because Jamie Dixon is I, – I, I don't get it, man. He's, he's way overrated here at TCU. I, I mean, Tulsa's good. Tulsa Tulsa's didn't – those are really good. They're like a tournament team. Like TCU is like a fringe tournament team, maybe. Like maybe a fringe tournament team, like a bubble. Tulsa's in, you know? Yeah. Tulsa's, Tulsa's in. Good. They're in. I don't, I don't get it. I also like Baylor minus 20 or whatever it is against Louisiana. There's another team chomping at the bit. How about Fats in Rhode Island against South Florida? Anyway? I, was, yeah, I was looking at the under in that game. I like Fats. <laughs> I just like saying it. All right, let's get to the parlay section then. We don't have much time. Chris? All right. My basketball one is Buffalo with Atlanta points, Liberty plus the points, and uh, where's my other one? Loyola Marymount plus the points. And then football, uh, all money line. It's, you guys are going to think I'm crazy. LSU money line, Mississippi State money line, Vanderbilt money line. 
Pays I got it at plus eleven thousand. I would round robin those because those are a few of them I don't yeah. think are sketch. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's 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 the term I lose. I I learned that term in the Facebook group. That's sketch. <laughs> Rod, what do you got? It's well, yeah, I got one bat, one basketball pick. Take St. Louis. I like St. Louis over LSU today. Slew. Uh, no, give me give me St. Louis. The Billikens. Over, uh, the Billikens over LSU. Like that one. Uh, my call. My uh, college football. Uh, I go Texas Tech plus the points. Western Michigan minus the twenty. And take Texas State plus the points. Parlay those three up. Winner. Ron Romanelli. I got a three-team underdog money line parlay in college basketball. You take Tulsa plus 155 on the money line. Nickel State money line. And UMBC, Maryland, Baltimore County money line. Brian. Three late college football all could have been premiums. Hawaii plus the points. Kansas plus the points. Texas A&M minus the points. LSU for me. South Carolina. And Kansas. Parlay up. Smitch, thanks for joining me. Thanks to all of you that smashed the like button. Show up every week, every day to watch our show. Thank these guys for showing up. And, uh, of course, we'll try and act more professional tomorrow. We want have Romanelli to kick around. So, uh, Ron, anything special you want to say to our audience that you're not going to be here? Anything NFL-related? Maybe uh, uh, nothing? Nah, uh, Giants, uh, Giants are a good survival pool pick, I think. Over How about a first touchdown in the Sunday night game? What's the Sunday night game? It is. It, oh, it, Bears Packers. Bears Packers first touchdown. Um, I will go with Devontae Adams. Brian, what do you rate that pick? Uh, fair, fairly, uh, it's, a, it's a solid one. He loves Devontae Adams. Those two are uh, fanboys with each other. All right, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Get heckle Romanelli if it doesn't come in. Anyways, everyone, thanks for joining us. Have a great day. We'll try and act more professional tomorrow. It'll be easier because Romanelli won't be here. Have a great college football Saturday.